The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Jonathan in for Pat. Porik Horkin is with me now. Porik, I was talking earlier on. I was trying to remember the name of the little daffodils. And uh, uh, the point was made on Twitter by Julie that I may have called them narcissists. Now, uh, that that was not to offend, <laughs> not to offend the flowers, but they are, of course, narcissists, aren't they? <laughs> narcissists, exactly. Yeah, they're the little dwarf daffodils. They're, they're peeping over the soil already with a very, very mild winter. And there's some beautiful varieties like February gold that will be coming into flower in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, they're very nice. I have to say, I saw the first little daff sticking their heads up in the last couple of days out in my 100 days of walking, which obviously contractually for Kira Kelly were obliged to say at least 16 times a day. Uh, <laughs> but I, I did notice them. It gave me a little bit of a lift. I have to say, got a bit of a boost out of seeing the little daffodils. Well, it's been such a mild um, winter, Jonathan. You, you heard Birdwatch Ireland this morning talking about the swallows that are remaining in Ireland over the winter period. And that's just a signal of how mild our winters have been. I've many plants in, the, in flowering in the garden several weeks ahead of when they'd normally be in flower. So it's been such a mild winter up to now, but we've got a couple of frosty nights. So it's important that people put uh, a little bit of fleece cover over some tender plants. So, for example, I've got a beautiful plant in flower out in the garden at the moment, a Daphne called Jacqueline Postel, which is beautiful pale pink flowers, highly scented. It came into flower about four weeks ago and it will flower up to the end of January. But I'll cover it these couple of nights with a little bit of garden fleece to protect the flowers because otherwise they're going to be damaged. So if you've got any kind of prized garden plants like maybe some tree ferns in the garden maybe some camellias that might be starting to flower a little bit early or some of those daphnes it is a good idea to put a bit of garden mm. fleece and yes you see you it, say garden fleece as if i should know what that is is well, is, is it is, is it a jumper or what are we doing <laughs> well pop into your local garden center and just ask them for some garden fleece it's a white material it's fleece like very very light You can drape it over plants out of doors or if you've got plants, say tender plants in a greenhouse, again, you can just cover them with a couple of layers of garden fleece. You can leave it in situ for several days because the light will penetrate through the garden fleece, but it keeps the plants really warm and cosy. How how well secured does it have to be? Because it might be be cold today and and dry and then tomorrow we could have a storm with 100 kilometre an hour winds that takes the fleece off and puts it in the neighbour's garden where they don't need protection. Well, the good news is, Jonathan, when we do get that windy weather, we tend not to get frost. But you're dead right when you're putting the garden fleece over plants. It's very light, so it doesn't damage the plants, but you can tie it in around the base of the stem of the plant. And you can leave it on for several days or several weeks because the light is actually getting through to the plants, but it's keeping the heavy frost off. Or if you've got some geraniums or fuchsias maybe inside in a greenhouse or polytunnel, again, a couple of layers of garden fleece at this time of year just keeps that damage from the frost that would normally occur if they're not protected. Okay. So it's a little uh, tip at the moment. It's a solid tip as well. Uh, lots of text questions have come in. I want to get through as many as I can, so yep. we, we'll rattle through them. Thomas has texted in, Thomas, I, I, I am your brother in relation to this particular issue. Mm. I've slippy green moss on my tarmac. How do I get rid of it? It's very dangerous in frosty weather. Okay, well, the, the weather conditions are ideal at the moment for getting rid. Use the pack treatment. It's a liquid. You simply mix it in water and pack is used for controlling moss and lichen and algae on any hard surface area. So tarmacad and paving slabs, walls, slates, tiles. You simply mix it in water, apply it on a dry day like today, and it should see the moss off within about seven days. And we are seeing lots of moss around at the moment, Jonathan. Again, just down to the mild 
temperatures that we're experiencing at the moment. Yeah, I mean, that some of it, it's meaty, Moss. You know, it's, oh, it's not just a little bit of green there to go, oh, that's green. Uh, some of this is like, there's one little bit about half an inch tall. I'm going, fair play, lad. You've had a good winter. That have, they've really enjoyed the mild winter. And you've got nostoc, which is a, a type of algae that often grows at this time of year as well, which is kind of jelly-like in, in substance and quite slippy as well. So just, so this is the time of year to control it. Pack treatment. Pack treatment, okay. Uh, could Porrick, this is from Adele, give me tips on what to start doing in the garden now. My grass is soggy. She's got <laughs> soggy grass. Poor Adele. There's weeds everywhere. Everything looks bare. What should my January job be in the garden, <laughs> says Adele. Well, Set fire to it, Adele. You've, you've clearly left it go to ruin. Uh, start again. No, is that well, it? Well, it is January and the garden t- can look a little bit naked at this time of year. The sort of things I've been doing through Christmas and over the last couple of weeks are things like pruning back roses, pruning back my apple trees. I'm cutting back some herbaceous border plants, things like hostas and peony roses. Hold on, She's got soggy grass. There's weeds everywhere. There's well, nothing growing. Basics, the, the, Fidel. Basics, yeah, for Adele. So look at The soggy grass, stay off the grass at this time of year. There's no point going onto the grass until it dries properly. But the grass has been growing through the winter. So the first kind of dry day that we get that you, that you can get onto the grass and trim it, give it a trim. That could be mid-January, it could be early February. Stay off it at the moment. Keep the moss treatments on. Do control the moss in, in lawns like you're doing with the uh, on, on the paving slabs, but use a different treatment called zero. Um, we control, the best way to control weeds at this time of year is to hold them out, Jonathan. It's a great way of getting your 10,000 steps. Maybe Kira Kelly could switch people to doing it. <laughs> that's, the second, that's the second mention. She'd be delighted. <laughs> second mention of 100 days of walking so, and so, indeed uh, towing, towing weeds. A little bit of hoeing, hoeing weeds at this time of year. Again, weed growth oh, has been strong. A hundred days of hoeing sounds very different. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's stick to the walking. Uh, okay, so we, we get rid of the weeds. Get rid of the weeds, um, tidy up the garden, start a compost heap, start sowing some seeds at this time of year. January is all about a new start in the garden. So it's a tidy up, it's a pruning back time of year. Don't feed any plants at this time of year because they're, they're dormant, they're asleep, and we don't want to wake them up just yet. And um, in terms of lawns, really the only treatment I would do is to apply the moss control, the zero, and, and apart okay. from that, leave them alone. Is it too late, says this texture, to plant daffodil bulbs? Well, and we always get this question uh, right up to the end of February because people are discovering the bulbs in their garages that they haven't planted. Get them into the ground. They're still perfectly fine. They will flower probably three or four weeks later than normal, but get them into the ground. The weather conditions are perfect at the moment for planting bulbs. Okay. Can I grow microgreens like sprouting broccoli and kale indoors at this time Uh, of year? There's a great thing to start. So, Remember, our windowsills indoors are lovely and warm. They're lovely and bright. So microgreens are those small little greens you often get in fancy restaurants on the side of the plate, a little garnish. But they're actually high in protein and high in energy. And they're so simple to grow. Get a couple of packs of seed in your local garden centre, sow them in some compost, cover with cling film. And once they germinate in about seven to ten days, take the cling film off. Let them grow on for another two to three weeks and you cut microgreens with a scissors on a regular basis and you can use it in salads or sandwiches and they're a great way of getting protein into the body. They're a super way of, um, and so easy to grow, Jonathan. Okay, very good. Uh, Kieran, uh, hi Kieran. I have a grisolinia hedge by the sea. It has shed a lot of its, it sounds very romantic. I have a grisolinia hedge by the sea that has shed a lot of its leaves over the last few weeks in the wake of the wet and windy weather. What's okay. the best way to feed it to regain a good hedge in the coming months? 
Well, the first thing is leave it alone at the moment. The, the grisselinia is absolutely asleep. It might be dropping some of its leaves after the, the, the windy weather, but it will kick back into growth as we come into March. And mid-March is the time to start feeding hedges in general. So there's no point putting fertilizer on them at this time of year. You'll actually do more harm than good. So leave them alone. Wait until mid-March around St. Patrick's Day. Give them a handful of a tree and shrub fertilizer, something like Osmo Pro 6 would be perfect. And repeat that around the middle of May. So middle of March, middle of May, and that will green up the gristleny again and put it back into good condition. All right, we'll leave it there for now. Parik Horkin, thank you so much indeed. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 53106 number for your text messages we always collate them and, and if there's questions we can put to Porik next week we will do so so make sure you send them in and pack and ask them when he's back in the chair next week 